love to talk. So they made a podcast. And that's why we're here. To listen in. And what's it called? It's called Banter Buddies. Welcome to episode 36 of Banter Buddies. Podcast where Brian and Neil get together and talk to the fans about stuff, and uh, it's happening again. Welcome back to Banter Buddies, and welcome in to the only person in Cuckoo Kangaroo who is as tall as me. It's Brian. Hey! Oh we're both, man, we're, we're both the same you height. Know, that's the that's the first thing people say when they see us is just like, I don't know if they're actually surprised that we're six four. Or if they've just been watching us on like their iPhone six for so long that they just like have never looked up to be like somebody's tall. <laughs> yeah, it's getting to the point where I think we might need to create a song called "We're Tall." Yeah, you know, just to like, because I guess like at this point when people say that, it is like like the number one thing people say to us, but it's also very understandable. Um, you know, you might have never met us, and again, the, this, the videos might not provide the context necessary to understand how tall we are. So I think we really need to, to really hit it home with a "We're Tall" song. Then no one can have an excuse of not knowing. Or we just need more videos that have like reference points. You uh-huh. know, like this is a bike, and this is how <laughs> tall I am. What, you know? what, how about all of our videos just have to have a scene where we're measuring ourselves up against the wall? And, yeah, that uh, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, like marking the number right next to it, and then like, it's like we, how we can... every video starts from now on. You know, it's like, <laughs> all right, let's do a little height check. Look, <laughs> they're, they're still the same. A little slouchy. Yeah, yep. they're getting older. They're getting getting shorter. Oops. Going yeah, wrong. some some kid did say to me like, "Why are why are you shorter than Neil?" And I was like, <laughs> "Oh man, our licenses have the same thing, but he's just got uh, better posture due to all the drumline and swimming." That's why you wear the hat. It's just keep up, keep oh, up yeah, with the yeah. height. I like lift it up. I put like a little baseball underneath it. <laughs> keep it up to the top. Yeah, we're tall people. Now you know it's okay, but it's also like I think it's it's just like a go to like I don't know what to say, so I'm going to say what you are. It's just tall, you know. It's like, yeah, it's weird. It's weird the the you know normal go to of like hello or hi that just goes right out of their brain. No, it yeah. goes right to you're tall. <laughs> Whoa, you're tall. Yeah, we usually say like hello, my name's Brian. What's your name? And they say you're tall. Mm-hmm. That's so fun. It's so fun. I guess sometimes we're guilty of saying like cool Spider Man shoes, like like before maybe before maybe, we say what's before up. Before we say yeah. hello, yeah. So it's kind of similar. Where it's just like we're commenting on your appearance before. Saying, it is cool when like eighty year old guys are wearing Spider Man shoes, though. That mm. that is you know that's why we say that. You know, we're not talking to like a three year old. So yeah, that's a, that's especially noteworthy. And uh, people wear cool stuff, so we got a that's that's what we're struck by. So I understand it. There um, was a a super old guy. When I say super old guy, I'm saying like over 70 i feel like at the dc show and and most times when we meet those people they don't say their name even when we ask twice they just say like i'm grandma or i'm grandpa Mm -hmm. but it's like no you could like you could be here i do want like an old some old people just to come to our show because they like it but maybe maybe it's you know we're not really doing glenn miller covers so yeah, it's hard to appeal to 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 the older older generation sometimes, but we're working on it. You know, we're, we'll we'll get there eventually. We're finding a way. You know, we, we will hit every every age demographic. I guess we need to work on that for uh, you know for, for this podcast. Really, we need to try and capture them here. We got to get them in. We got to make them feel included. 
Mm-hmm. And then I guess the barrier to entry of calling into a Google voicemail is probably daunting. So yeah, that's pretty hard. It's kind of weird to my yeah. own family can't really even figure it out. So so like I like call in, but like leave a voicemail, and I'm like, yeah, you know, like what you do to me instead of just texting me, <laughs> what's going on? You like leave a voicemail, like do that. You got it. You're you, you're halfway there. You got this. <laughs> yeah, you know how I say like just text me what you want. You know, but you don't. You leave it in the voicemail, and then you call again <laughs> later. All right, we're getting a little deep. We're getting in the weeds now. It's we're okay. Weeds. We did. Why we does didn't... voicemail even exist beyond podcasts? Uh, I know it's specific for this show, but yeah, no, we we got plenty of voicemail today. We're doing great. Thank you, everybody that's, who called in. That's what I want for the next Apple update. Get mm. rid of voicemail. No more. And, and they can only text. That's that's the. I would pay for a new phone if that would. I don't need a new camera. I need that. That's what I need. Yeah, that's that's get uh, rid of co- get rid of soon. the voicemail machine. Coming soon to the next version of iOS. All right, what are we talking about, Neil? What are we talking about? Oh my gosh, we got banter, buddy. We're talking uh, school lunch today, Brian. Oh. We got uh, we got lunch. We got a food based podcast. We have a lot of food based songs, and um, you know th- those topics extend into our podcast as well. So today's question is uh what is your favorite school lunch meal and why? And my goodness, we got so many calls. So thank you to everybody that called in and um and yeah, we'll, we'll get to those uh, momentarily some people who did know how to use they were not daunted by the Google voicemail prompt, Brian. They they got they got in there and they left them. They left them for us. We got some we got some old favorites. We got some new first-time callers. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I'm always looking forward to putting the new new callers in the show. Um, and I love talking about food. I wish every episode was about food. That'd that's be great. Right. That's right. But before we get to our callers, you and I got to dig into this one, Brian. Favorite school lunch meal? Neil, you're going first this time. What okay. you like? What's your well, favorite? I think uh, this will come as no surprise, but I was always very very excited when the school lunch meal was breakfast. Breakfast yeah, no for surprise lunch. For real. Breakfast for lunch. Now, drilling down deeper into that, though, I'm trying to remember like exactly what those meals were. Um, and the first thing that I thought of was, um, I think they were kind of like French toast sticks is kind of one of the first things I'm thinking of. Now, of course, that was just like maybe like the main thing. Then there is the really, really questionable like egg circle or like egg, it wasn't a sphere, it wasn't, um, you know, it was just like a patty, basically like an egg patty, like you'd find on like an egg McMuffin, right? You'd have that yeah, on the side. Just that, just that. Yeah, then like maybe like a sausage patty as well, or maybe like a uh, tater tots, I think would maybe come alongside this, but I really liked when there was either a, yeah, be like French toast, or maybe be like a pancake or something like that, but it would always be like something with like a little syrup packet um, that you'd maybe get with it, but... Uh, I think it's pretty rare, which is, I think, part of the appeal of it, was that it was very, uh, very special. And I feel like I've talked about this as far as, like, uh, at home even. Like, that was my favorite, like, treat meal. It was, like, when my mom would be like, oh, it's we're having French toast. We're having, uh, yeah, waffles or pancakes, uh, whatever. And it's not, we're not supposed to be having this right now. Like, so it's... it's. Uh, Did you have orange wedges with... Mm. Yeah, I do remember that, but I'm not sure if that was like a like a pairing with the breakfast type of thing. Are you saying that for like when you got breakfast for lunch? I'm just or curious. Whatever? Like that seems like orange. Yeah. You know, like when you read the meal, you know, you get the lunch menu and they have like five things. There's always milk on there. There's always something, <laughs> but they have like they got the headliner. They got the they got the B item. And then uh-huh. they have two like you know the sides. They got to yeah. fill. The, they have five squares on the lunch <laughs> thing. 
and orange wedges. Uh, one one person's grabbing you three orange wedges. No, they're I still kind of connected. I think another thing about this, speaking of orange, was like I think you'd sometimes be able to get the orange juice, like the little like uh, little oh. mini. Um, you know, again, it wasn't like a carton. It wasn't like milk you had to like peel open. It was really, it was like the, um, like the, you know, it had like the foil top that you had to peel back and then you'd sip out of that. So I feel like that was also a big part of, of the like, oh, we're having breakfast for lunches. Uh, I don't know if it was like you, you, you could have the juice or whatever. Maybe it was an option then, but that was, that's kind of like the first thing that came to mind for me as far as like what I was really excited about. I definitely had lots of other memorable lunches but you know i feel like they were um they were kind of repeatable more often and stuff like that so my brain first went to the breakfast for lunch that was always what i was super excited about brian i mean well i mean french toast sticks mm. I, they're iconic yeah, yeah they reference them them like multiple times and even this in the lumberjane series you know what i mean we're always reading about french <laughs> toast sticks and and the best thing about them is like they're like extra deep fried. Like you yeah. get like the full three sixty. Like everything is <laughs> French toasty. Yeah. Yeah. The little syrup container you peel open. You know, that's beautiful. Now, when okay, Neil in Farmington. I'm get. Wait, was this? Were you in Omaha? or Were you in Farmington? I was or, in Farmington. Yeah, for a lot of this. Yeah, but also I also Des Moines. Yeah, first through third grade in Des Moines. Did you, you know? only get chocolate milk once in a while? Or was there always chocolate milk always available? I feel like it was always available. You know, is it was that was that not your experience? Was I feel it like there was a time thing? when it changed during my K through eight. Mm. Like I feel like around like sixth grade or something, it was like, dude, chocolate milk's just in there all the time. And then the extra thing, like <laughs> they tried to push strawberry milk for a while. Oh wow, that's real special. I've definitely never had like a little paper carton of strawberry milk. That's yeah. It, there's a reason why it doesn't really exist anymore. Nestle was trying to get a new flavor going, probably. But uh, yeah, okay. What you got, now, Brian? Bloomington. I feel like I. It was the same lunch structure from elementary school up to high school. Yes, and. I, the, I'm, this isn't my favorite, but I, when we were talking about last week, the first thing that came into my mind is something that I feel like is in, isn't in any other school district, but they <laughs> always had tacos and cinnamon rolls. It was like forever, once a month, always there. And it was like, I've never been able to put it together. Like, why are those two things together? <laughs> like, wait, you, wait, those were, those were served together. It was a beef taco on a hard shell. And that was the main item, and the secondary item was always cinnamon roll. Wow. And like I always got bad. I always did bag lunch that day because I was like, what? <laughs> I don't know why. I like both those things, but it seemed like the combo together. Oh my gosh! Okay, so that that is that's your, that's your favorite, or that's like no, just that's just that's a, a odd memory. thing. I just that's to, like, a weird memory. I just yeah. to remember. Okay, my fave. I think it's a weird tie. Like I love rectangle pizza so much, mm. but I think this thing that they would call Italian dunkers, which was oh. literally just like garlic cheese bread and then you get a one of your a ladle full of meat sauce that you dunk it in and that's i mean that's what really just what i want i want i want bread and sauce like that's it so it was like deconstructed pizza basically yeah this is this is i think um you know i'm hoping that's one of our calls but yeah i feel like the name is very um you know very memorable here too like i think a lot of different um, school lunch, in my experience, a lot of like school lunch menu items, it's like it just like says the thing that it is. 
um, and it's pretty like basic or whatever. But I feel like this is very memorable because it, it kind of cre- Italian Dunkers is like a whole new like name for this thing. Like they didn't just say like cheesy bread with sauce. Like I know yeah, they yeah, created yeah. a new name for it. Like that I can't think of another example of that. I mean, obviously it's like all these different schools. You know, maybe someone did, but for, at least in my experience, this was the only one that had like its own name. Yeah, this was unique. I feel like Bloomington School District in Minnesota had some unique things that they did just for them. <laughs> but I did I did love like the essence of lunch and still do. Oh yeah. Especially like college was a different story. Like I love like they're primarily women, right? But I so I, I can say lunch ladies, right? Lunch There's ladies. a couple like my uncle worked there, but like I loved I love lunch ladies. Like I love chit chatting with them. Every they get ghosted by like ninety nine point nine percent of kids, and like that's my sweet spot. Like I'm gonna chat you up. Like I felt like, like I loved especially our college lunch crew, um, at St. Mary's. Like I love them. I was there three meals a day. I saw them like I saw them more than I saw my own family. Like I loved those people. So I do have fond memories. I'm 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 looping in our college lunch experience into. Sometimes what high school high school was kind of a grind lunch a little bit, but you know, I like yeah, it. I like yeah. the lunch the lunch vibes. Technically, all that fits in. You know, we, the question is just what's your favorite school lunch meal? I mean, school lunch that can that can go all over the place for sure. And uh, yeah, Brian, Brian, if you want, I feel like it's a very important like like if you ever had to like describe yourself um, in in a brief way, I feel like. Um, Friends with the lunch ladies is like a great way to describe Brian. Like, you think that should be on my like obituary? Yeah, like I think it's just so, it, like I feel like most people could understand what that is. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's a it's a it's a very specific type, and it's 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 you. You know what I mean? Like, you're always down to chat. You're always down to you know. To, but also, why wouldn't out. you give like the most utmost respect to the people making your food? Like, that's just the number one. That's just the. Kicker. Yeah. Okay, I got another story before we go into the things, and it's about Italian dunkers, Neil. <laughs> I don't know if I've told you even this, oh. but in high school, I think I was a junior, and I was I had already gone through all of my like harassment, bullying, moved schools, went through the grind on all of it. Right, came out the other side. That's I right. started to have like my long hair, and um. There was in the lunchroom a hockey player who was a senior. I know his name. I'm not going to say it. Mm, he yeah, was wearing his there. crisp, you know, white Abercrombie shirt looking pro. And um, he started uh, throwing some insults my way. And um, I think, you know, he, it probably wasn't him, like, but it was an accumulation of lots of things. I was like, it's time. This has to stop. <laughs> you know, the hockey team, I used to play hockey, then I stopped to play lacrosse and do show choir, and then they kind of grinded me for it a little bit. And I was like, this has to stop. He threw some, he said some pretty nasty negative things. Oh. And um, I picked up my whole tray full of Italian dunkers, and oh. I chucked it at him. <laughs> thinking, <laughs> thinking it like, you know, like I thought like, this place is going to erupt in uh-huh. a food fight. Right, that did like not happen. Everybody yeah. got completely silent. <laughs> and I I got suspended for three days. Oh. Funny enough, at the same time, I feel like some people got caught. They did like a 
police like sniff through of cars. Some people got through, you know, they got uh, caught with some substances on school property. They got a three day suspension too. I was like, I just threw some dunkers on the on the hockey captain. What's up? You know, it was an equal crime and equal. Anyways, crime I just right want to say like Italian. That's another reason why Italian dunkers are my favorite. They're like maybe if I was gonna get a tattoo, I'd get Italian dunkers. You know, oh, that is a great. It represents. Choice. It represents the rebellion. So you were in high school. What 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 grade? Yeah, high school. Did you say? Yeah, I was okay. junior. Junior. <laughs> I wasn't gonna take it anymore. Wow, that, yeah, and and you know, so so were you disappointed that that a full on brawl food fight didn't start? Or no, uh, it's all cool. I was just proud of myself for standing. I was just proud that I stood up for myself. Yes, it nipped it nipped that in the butt. That guy, That's that right. guy didn't mess anymore because I threw it and I just like stared him down. Yeah, I don't think him. he threw anything back. I think he was pretty messed up that his fancy shirt got full of red sauce. So. Yeah, you were you showed him that you were willing to uh step up if need be. Yeah, hockey be. team didn't didn't uh didn't come at me anymore. That That's day. a great one. Now, real quick before we get to our calls, Brian, what about what about bag lunch? Was there any uh you know, I feel like we might get some of that here. It's like did, did you ever have a consistent um bag lunch situation or was there like a specific bag lunch uh, meal that you liked more than others when when you well, did get a bag lunch? Mama Atchison, I mean, man, I imagine she packs a mean lunch. Like she's so good at it, and like she, you know, she makes her own. It's peanut butter and jelly. That's it. Like Mm -hmm. she makes her own jam. You know, we always pick like a hundred pounds of strawberries every year. Brilliant. She makes her own jam. So like, her peanut butter and jellies are. She's packed them before us. You know, like when we used to go on the road, she'd pack like peanut butter and jellies for us. Your mom would make cookies, Mm -hmm. and they'd like hand us a little bag. So anytime you were like, "Eh, I'm like kind of out. I'll I'll take the I'll take a bag lunch any day any day. What about you? Bag yeah, lunch? that's that's pretty con. Yeah, I did. I kind of didn't have many bag lunches, but I, yeah, I was all about the peanut butter and jelly. I feel like that's that's what's very memorable to me. I can't. There wasn't really anything else that was like, oh, we my mom makes this, or there's like a not even like leftovers. It was just like always pretty much a sandwich, you know, sandwich, chips, piece of fruit. You know, pretty standard stuff there, but I will crush a peanut butter and jelly to this day. <laughs> Always, I'll take two. Anytime we go to the zoo anywhere, I'm like, I'll take two, please. I'll do so it. So good, so good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, cool. We'll see what uh, we'll see here. What uh, folks think if they uh, bring up some uh, cold lunch or if it's hot lunch all the way. But like we said, we got a lot of calls. I'm actually and, really uh, excited to hear people's yeah. like stuff. Like no, what, what little like pockets they had. So, yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. We're going to dig in. And then we had uh, five callers who uh, who you will also hear uh, pinned to the end of this show after after we say goodbye. We couldn't just we couldn't fit them all in. So if you don't hear your voice here, um, it'll be over at the end of the show. Thanks for calling in, everybody. Um, all right. Here's our first caller. Hey, Ryan and Ned. This is Kenny from Minneapolis and a uh, big fan uh, I've never listened to your show and I've never called in. Um, just wanted to call and say that uh, I was a I was a hot lunch boy, and there are several that I miss. Uh, even to this day, I, I wake up and I and I crave. There's the uh, chicken olives, the uh, the processed flattened chicken that were shaped into rings and deep fried. Um, that went great with uh, an assortment of dips. And I miss the riblet sandwich, which was uh, a take on the McDonald's. McRib, but I think using um, uh, most likely marmoset meat. Uh, anyways, you guys are doing uh, great work. It's very important what you do, and I, I hope you get the recognition that you deserve. 
Um, all the best. Mabel, do you have anything to say? Okay. All the best. Bye. All righty. There it is. Kenny. Kenny from uh, right here in Minneapolis. What did he call us? Ryan and Ned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he got her names wrong. I don't know if he knows that, but um, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay if you don't know her names. We just appreciate the call anyway. We need it. We need the. We need the call. We got to get him in. I never heard the chicken rings. You have chicken rings? Chicken rings? No, I've never even heard of that ever. Like onion rings? Yes. I, I feel like I've. Similar. I feel like um, White Castle. I remember. Remember when Rick McCoy in our old band was working there at during college oh, yeah. like i feel like they were testing out chicken rings at that time i feel like i've had them it's not at lunch uh yeah that's that's special there's both of these items i've never heard anything about you know i the, like the, chicken rings it's like if you had any quarrel with thinking about like just your nugget was like a little processed but it's like let's put them in a shape <laughs> let's let's put them in a sh- unnatural let's put shape. them in a more unnatural shape yeah yeah yeah, so yeah, we get the rings. That's that's interesting, and then and then the riblet, the the riblet sandwich, um, which you know we know the the McRib is is a hit. You know, it's always uh, advertised when it's coming back. Everybody freaks out about the McRib, and uh, the riblet in the now. I think now this is something that I maybe have a frame of reference on of like, oh yeah, I definitely have seen like a lunch cafeteria kind of like rib sandwich, you know, slathered with the barbecue sauce. Whereas the the chicken ring, that's that's. that's I mean, what school did Kenny go to? Wow. I know this is this is some nicer stuff. I think that sounds bougie. Um, we're talking bone in rib sandwich here. Like, <laughs> yeah. I remember wow. having the the rib. I think in school a couple times, but like you know how at McDonald's they have like the different bun that like shapes it to be more yes. rectangular, but yes, they just yes. use like. The hamburger buns, so it's like sticking out like the ends, and <laughs> you know, it, like even the McRib looks a little rough, like it like has painted on like grill marks, you know, and, it, and then the, <laughs> the school lunch one looks like half that, you know. <laughs> but yeah, it doesn't matter, you know. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta crush some, you gotta crush some food, you know. You gotta get back in there and learn some algebra, so you'll take what you get. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, there's uh there's two kind of new. I think we started off with some. You know some some new stuff that people. I would be surprised if anybody else had heard about this ring chicken ring thing. You know, what I mean, like actually, I'm I'm kind of thinking it might be fake. Um, actually, it might be a, a prank to start the show. Chicken. Thinking of Kenny, it probably is totally fake. You know, mm, might be, but uh, maybe someone else will mention it as well, and they'll be like, "Oh wow, we're the ones who are missing out. Everybody else knows about chicken rings. Chicken rings. Chicken rings. Well, uh, Kenny, it'd be good th- for dipping, but it yeah. seems like too wide to get into like a. You know, a McDonald's size, like, you know, thinking about a ring, you know, you'd only get like little pieces in at a time, whereas a fry can like fully go in, you know? Yeah, yeah. You have to break it down or, you know, cut it up first uh, before doing that. So, yeah, it's interesting to, to, you know, think of all the different ways we can be served chicken. It's it's a lot. <laughs> it's, it's a joy. It's a lot. It's wonderful. All right, cool. Thanks, Kenny, for the call. And, um, you know, I hope uh, hope you have a great day and I uh, hope you're enjoying uh, Minneapolis today. All right, next, uh, next caller. Hi, my name is Annie. I am seven and a half and I live in California. Um, my favorite food to bring to school is probably a salami sandwich with cheese. I also like to have veggie chips sometimes. Uh, I like to have snap peas too. 
from the cafeteria in my school. Um, I like chicken patty on a bun. I really don't like, uh, like, uh, um, the pizzas there. It's kind of like too cheesy and it looks like a pie and I don't like that. It's like so gross. Well, uh, I really like talking to you. Bye. Bye, Annie. 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 What's up? Good job. Nice work there, Annie. Oh, yeah. Seven, seven and a half. And a half. I know. It's so important. At That's what right. time do kids like start using the half? Like two days after their birthday? You I know, mean, I should yeah. start being like, it's been like two weeks after my birthday. I'd be like, I'm 36 and a half. I know. I mean, I guess, I mean, I would like to think that they would at least wait till the five m- month mark. But, um, you know, I think, yeah, once, once you get uh, beyond a quarter, I think at that point you can start saying half. We'll start looking you know, this is uh, this thinking about these uh, school lunches right now. Thinking about hard salami and cheese on a sandwich, it's making me want to eat meat and dairy again. Like really? I don't want like I don't want <laughs> like some fancy like ooh going to get like s- fancy you know Japanese yeah. steak. It's like I would no. like bottom of Bag the lunch. barrel sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> I'd yeah. like cold lunch, please. Yeah, yeah, get a cold, some cold cuts, some cold cuts on some uh, on some uh, you know grocery bread, and uh, go from there. But yeah, this Annie's Annie covered both bases here. She went with the you know she went with the bag lunch, and then she also talked about the cafeteria food. So she went both ways here. So yeah, the salami sandwich with cheese. She's bringing that from home with the with the veggie chips and snap peas. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, we got uh, we got some. This is this is nice. You know, I, I like uh, I like what Annie's doing here. Um, snap peas, veggie chips. Why did you know? she say she didn't like pizza? It was too cheesy. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think she's. I think it's. She, yeah, she doesn't like that. It looks like a pot. Like it's probably just like it doesn't have crust or it doesn't. Whatever kind of pizza they're doing over there, I understand. Like everyone thinks of yeah, the the rectangle pizza. It's classic. But there is a sort of, uh, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't, my certain versions of that don't really read as pizza, right? It's, it doesn't, it doesn't have like a pronounced crust necessarily. It's kind of, I don't know what you would even call it. It's more, it's not really like a breadstick. It's not really like raised up enough. It's just, <laughs> you know, it's something else. It's like a different kind of Italian like dish. It's kind of like, like a, it's a pizza brownie basically. You know what I mean? You're getting like the middle because they. Do it flat, and they're serving it out. So, yeah, it's like a massive flat pan that they then chop up into the into the rectangles, right? So it's just like a, <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, you're right. It's like a big dessert pan, <laughs> like a bars. You know, we're making bars over here, but it's pizza. Now, uh, I like to eat my pizza with a fork. I know mm-hmm. some some people are up in arms about that. Like that's sure. like something huge. Controversial. But I like to eat lots of handheld things, like with a fork. So I'm down for, you know, rectangle pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when there's no, again, if there's not going to be a real crust to hang on to there, it's going to be more messy on the fingers. So you want to, you're going to need to, you know, cut that up with the fork and the knife. So, yeah. So that sounds like Annie's eating pretty healthy here. You know what I mean? She, she even avoids the pizzas at, at, uh, at the, at the school. So, and, you know, the salami and the, you know, veggie chips. I mean, it's good eating here. And he's got it going on good from the, you know, bag lunch all the way to the, you know, cafeteria. So, good I think stuff. I remember being down with chicken patty, but I remember they didn't have barbecue sauce. Like they only offered mayo and ketchup. Oh, yeah. And that threw me. I was like, 
I'm always still to this day out on mayo anything. Ketchup, I'm cool with for like, and they also didn't have fries. They had potato wedges, which I do not include fries. They're in the fry family, but like mm. they're not fries. Yeah, I know what you and, mean. The potato and they were, wedges. or like, what do some people call them? They call them JoJo's or something. Oh, yeah, jacket or jacket fries or something. Yeah. They're always yeah. just like not, it's just like I don't, it's like a baked potato that you're like tricking somebody into thinking it's a french fry. Jacket you know? potato. So I think, yeah, ketchup that's... doesn't work on that. You know, that needs to be like, you know, butter, salt, sour cream or something like that. So, but they didn't have barbecue sauce, which I, th- which I thought was so weird because like, could you, would you get a chicken sandwich anywhere else in the world and they wouldn't offer like some type of like spicy condiment or something? Yeah, I mean, I need a, I need a barbecue. I don't really care for buffalo, but I feel like that would also be appropriate there. Um, I guess McDonald's chicken sandwich. Um, what do they? I think they just put maybe that's what they're going on because I don't think they do barbecue there. Maybe you can, but I think it comes standard with just like mayo and like lettuce or something like that. Um, What's on the Momofuku? 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 Momo. What's yeah. on David Chang's uh, chicken sandwich that he has? Wow, I mean, I know a pickle. <laughs> Because <laughs> you, you gotta have ears. you gotta have a pickle on uh, up on there, um, but it's a um, it's a spicy fried chicken sandwich, um, I believe. So yeah, I don't know. I just googled it and <laughs> what's on the sandwich? It's the it's the KFC um, is what they call it. I think <laughs> I don't know. So the Fuku, yeah, I'm trying to look it up here. I can't really find it, but you know, wasn't they, ketchup and mayo Bloomington School District? Not. No, it was it was something something better than that. Um, so yeah, that's that's good times. Thanks for thanks for calling in. I think it was a first timer. I'm not sure. First timer here, Annie. Appreciate you calling in. From Call Cal- in again, Annie. Yeah, yeah, we'll hear from you next time as well. All right, moving on. Hi, Cuckoo Kangaroo Crew. This is Michael calling from Toronto, Canada. Come up to you. You should see us sometime. My wife and I both enjoyed French fries from our school cafeteria by a company called Aramark with gravy. It was terrible stuff, but it was the best stuff. And so cheap. Large fries for two twenty five. Come up to Toronto, guys. See you soon. Bye. T dot Toronto Canada stuff here, Brian. What's up, Michael? What's happening? Uh, so French fries with gravy in Canada served school lunch style. Oh, classic. that's real. That's when you know it's a national treasure. We're always getting poutine. I remember the first time I went to where did I go? Where what, what's a Ni- Niagara? What's on the opposite side of Niagara? Niagara, yeah, Canada? yeah, probably. And I had gravy on my fries. I was like ten, and I was like, this needs to this needs to be all the time. <laughs> This is a good idea. <laughs> this is a great idea. They're, they're and they separately had vinegar too, and I was like, "This is a great idea too." <sighs> two two ways to do French fries a little bit better, and they do it in Canada. That's right. So yeah, Michael talking here about sounds like they had that. Uh, you know, they had the French fries with the gravy at school. I can't say I've ever had that at school. I feel like gravy. That's another uh, uh, school lunch that I really like when it was like Thanksgiving food. You know, Ooh. like it had turkey and mashed potatoes and stuff. I feel like, yeah, you would get it during like one time, like right before Thanksgiving break. But sometimes they'd break it out at other points, too. I really like that. I'm down because um, I love that cranberry sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're kind of talking something like that here where we get the gravy in the school. But they're putting it on 
putting on the fries, you guys. Aramark, yeah, we got Aramark here in the states as well. We do. I have no clue what that is. How do they yeah, know the I've company that. that supplies their? That's it's like, like a, it's like Charwells. Like oh, it's like Charwells like or Cisco or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I would say it's like it's like a equal competitor to like those other big food brands where yeah you'll see them supplying uh, yeah cafeterias or like uh, sports stadiums with food and that kind of thing so yeah the gravy but uh, oh I'm looking it up I'm seeing this Aramark their logo makes it look like they make yoga balls and track and field (laughs) equipment (laughs) not lunch food it's active wear is what it is Uh, but yeah the great that's great yeah you know I wonder you know it's been a long time since we've been in in uh, grade school, Brian about to have kids that go to grade school, and you know we just heard from you know someone who uh, you know Annie was talking about uh, how she brings, you know, bring in the the snap peas, the veggie chips and stuff. But I wonder sort of how that you know the nutrition levels and the you know the food being better for you, you know how that has changed in the last like twenty years. Because yeah, have, serving up the gravy on the fries in Canada probably a while back maybe that doesn't happen anymore i don't know i hope i hope they're still getting their gravy i hope it does i hope so but i'm just wondering you know kind of think that things have maybe moved on (laughs) from from uh just straight junk at the at the school lunch right i feel like things are maybe a little more um you know a little more healthy these days (laughs) potentially maybe well i think they can be healthier but i just think like if kids eat them, like I remember, like they had all the healthy options <laughs> at our school. Even me, who like I would like to, I'd consume a salad over anything else now. But at the time when I, even when I was like seventeen, I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch a salad with a ten foot pole. I'm not saying that I'm, it's wrong or right, whatever. But I remember, like, yeah, they they had this little like concession stand next to all like the hot lunch, and they served these cookies that were like the size of like a sure like a plate or whatever and they would barely cook them so they'd be like you'd have to hold them with like you'd have to have four people like hold the cookie edge so fall apart and people would just eat like they'd just eat doritos and that but i get hey when's the last time we were up in canada that was like 2019 in the fall like probably like december 2019 yeah yeah i think so in toronto all right we're working on a toronto show we'll come back don't don't worry toronto we gotta get up there bring bring the gravy Bring, oh, we're going to eat, yeah. <laughs> no, vinegar. I'm getting vinegar on my fries. Bring the vinegar and the gravy. Hi, Cuckoo. This is Kelsey from Beachwood, New Jersey. And my favorite school lunch was to bring a lunch bowl, well, specifically the make-your-own-pizza kit. I always felt like the coolest kid when my mom was so busy in the morning that she forgot to make us lunch. And so we would buy the lunch bowls at 7-Eleven on the way to school. And I always felt so cool making my own pizza during lunchtime. Okay, bye! Yeah, long bye. Long bye, Kelsey. Shout out to you. What's up? What's up? New Jersey Lunchables. Oh, I was waiting. I was waiting. Lunchables. This okay, is... the make-your-own-pizza, the cold pizza... I don't know. I I think I I I couldn't. I didn't even. I've never tried it before. I can't hate on it. I've never tried it. Have you done the pizza lunchable? Uh, I think I have. I think I have some brief memory of that. You know, definitely not a lot of experience, but you know, definitely remember the product. And um, you know, I'm not sure if I you know brought it to school or whatever. But yeah, I definitely remember the cold like, yeah, the cold make your own pizza thing, which is fascinating because. You know, is it is it even pizza if it's not cooked? <laughs> right? Like it's essentially like 
you know, little circles of bread, like little crust bread, and then like yeah, pizza sauce packet, and then there'd be like pepperonis and like um, cheese sprinkle cheese. <laughs> so it's like this is what you would make, but then you'd put it in the oven for twenty minutes, right? But it's like nope. Instead, this is going right in your mouth. <laughs> oh, you're you're getting ready. I mean, that's a that's a that's like eternal. That could be a pizza debate. We could just like we could just riff on that. That could be like a four hour conversation right there. What is pizza? What is pizza? But yeah, this is uh this is cold lunchable pizza. Definitely definitely memorable though. I like I like how they're she's like uh my mom forgot to make us lunch, so we picked it up on the way, and that's what made me feel cool. And I agree. Like I remember seeing people that had like lunchables. Like I bet they were opening up being like, Oh, this is a lunchable again. And then I never got a lunchable and I was like, Dang, man, what that's that? so cool. Yeah. Right. My mom, gra- my mom never gets us lunchables. Yeah, the, gra- the grass is always greener. Situation right there. That's what's up. But yeah, there was lunchables. Yeah, Dunkaroos. There's lots of trying to oh think of. Oh my like- gosh, you just brought up Dunkaroos because what basketball team is like sponsored? Or where were we? And you were like that that team sponsored by Dunkaroos. Oh yeah, it was uh, it was a, the three x three like the three on three tournament we were watching on uh, like ESPN around March Madness, <laughs> and one of the teams had the Dunkaroos logo in the back of their jersey. So yeah, dun- glad to re- good, glad to know that Dunkaroos is, is still going hard. But I'm trying to think of like other like pre made sort of like yeah like little like lunch kits essentially. Th- those were very fun, you know, when you're a kid. That's a you get to you get to make your own. No one else is making your food. You're making your food. We uh, never got the lunch kits, but we always got the little like uh, cracker packets where they give you like four oh, yeah. little saltines. Handy the, snacks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hand, yeah, yeah. That's what's it. And the little, it's not even a spoon. It's like a piece of red plastic that was like a square that you yeah. like, man, I licked all that cheese out of there. Oh, that was, was like clean. A, it was like a little paddle. It was like a little spreader. A, little spreader. a paddle. That's exactly what it was. A paddle. <laughs> it was a two by four. Um, I'll, I'll have to try a Lunchable. Again, yeah, it's, been a, yeah. it's been a hot minute. Yeah, I hope Lunchables are still big in the in the cafeteria world. You know, I feel like it's not a ton of food, but they probably make like bigger ones now. You know, that that have like enough. That's like, oh, it's a good, it's a it's an actual like meal for a kid or something like that. But yeah, that's the ultimate. Like, you know, you don't even have to make it if you're at home, right? Like, I yeah, said, it never it's felt like minute. enough. Especially like I was a garbage disposal. Like I was eating. <laughs> if I was like, are you finished with that? Are you finished with that? Are you finished with that? Like I was consuming my own food. <laughs> And then like five other people's leftovers like around the table. Yeah. Lunch- I would need like three Lunchables probably. <laughs> yeah, Lunchables are great. Shout out to Lunchables and Dunkaroos and all that stuff. Dunkaroos, thanks, sponsor us. Thanks, Kelsey, for calling in from Beachwood, New Jersey. Who we got next? Hey, Cuckoo, it's Mr. Dunlow. So I was trying to think about my favorite school lunch, right? And it's hard because I just appreciate everything about school lunch like the stability and just having someone making lunch for you. It's just perfect, right? Like my school, there used to be a schedule. It was like Monday hot dog. Great. Tuesday was Taco Tuesday. Wednesdays was hamburgers and chocolate milk. Oh, chocolate milk is my favorite milk. Thursday was Sloppy Joe's and these burritos in a bag. Sounds kind of weird, but they were delicious. And then Friday was my favorite. Friday was pizza day. I honestly think it was the best day of the week. You should have seen it. Like, all the kids would line up super early just to eat, and we'd just be like, hooray for pizza day. It was just the best day of the week. So that's my vote, I guess, pizza. 
All right, peace, guys. Is Mr. Dudlow an Aquabats fan, Brian? Oh my gosh! I just—is this the chorus to the Aquabats song, the Pizza Day song? Yeah, it's like a—is this like he's like working it in there to see if we? When he said hooray, I was like, we did notice. When he got Monday hot dog, Tuesday taco, Wednesday hamburgers and chocolate milk. Yeah, it's Pizza Day. Pizza Day is the best day of the week. Yeah. All right. Well, Mr. Dudlow, that was so fun. I think the whole thing was a bit about the Aquabats song. Pizza Day, which you should definitely go check out. We'll put the link to that in the show notes. Um, but I think Mr. Dunlow brings up an interesting point here because the the schedule was a real thing too, right? Like it was, it was um, you know, thankfully at least where where I went to school, it wasn't just like every week is this schedule. But I did remember having like a like a like a month long school lunch like like preview calendar kind of up on the fridge. Or something like that. Like at at some point, there was like an understanding of like, okay, here's what's coming up. So then you could know it wasn't just like a surprise. Here's what's for lunch. Like I definitely remember it sort of having understanding of what type of food might be coming that day. Do you remember the the? Did you have a calendar? Oh my gosh, it was on the fridge. Yeah, yeah, that's that's important. And I feel like that's something we haven't talked about here is like the different days and, and uh, having the calendar and being able to look look forward to what you were going to have. You got to know the schedule. You got to know. I mean, you have you have two other siblings. I have two other siblings. Yeah. Once we were all in school, mm-hmm. I mean, somebody's getting the schedule coming home. You know, somebody's getting it in the backpack. So now, was this a thing where do you, this? Didn't, I'm not sure this happened in my house, but it wasn't like the schedule determined if you wanted to bring a lunch or not. Maybe that was the idea some places, but I feel like especially when I got into like high school and stuff, that was never really the case. It was never like this determines whether I bring a bag lunch. Because I can't really remember too many like on like uh, school lunches that I was like I can't eat this. It's it's like I it's, I don't like it or it's bad for me or something like that. Like I just ate everything, right? Did you did you do that as well, or did you have certain days or like meals that that you were like, nope, can't have that. I'm bringing my own. I mean, there were a couple maybe that was like I'm not down with that. I'll bring something. But I think more in like elementary school, maybe not middle school. I felt like there was something with attendance at the beginning of the class where you were like putting your name, whether you had like hot or cold lunch that day. Oh yeah, yeah. You had to like, um, yeah, you had to like, like say you had, to, you had to let them know how many lunches to make. I suppose. So yeah, that's interesting. But yeah, the calendar very important, and um, that's that's a huge part of the school lunch. Pizza day, the best day of the week, Mister Dunlow. Hi, Cuckoo Kangaroo. My name is Annabelle, and I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. My three, I have three favorite school lunches are pizza, walking taco. Now, how my school makes walking tacos are a bag of nacho cheese Doritos, taco meat, lettuce and cheese. And then my all-time favorite is Italian Dunkers. Basically... Non-sauce pizza, but they give you sauce to dip it into. Okay, bye. Oh, Annabelle, Italian Dunkers. Oh. We are united. We are united. They still exist. The name has not gone anywhere. It's traveled all the way. It's it's even in Pennsylvania. Oh, all the way, all the way over, and yeah, they can't go away from that name. It's too perfect. It's it's um you know apparently no one has like uh, copywritten it or anything like that like it can be used everywhere Italian dunkers oh man just let's carb up 
I remember the first time I had a a walking taco. Oh I was, yeah. I mean, show choir, show choir events and like hockey tournaments galore. That's mm. like that was like it's like almost like at the time I felt like it was like novelty. It was like Ooh, we're doing walking tacos. Isn't that so cool? We get this little Dorito bag and we crunched up at all the stuff. We don't even have to have a plate, you know? It is cool. I definitely feel like school lunch was the first time I had that. Like, not even in, like you're saying, like the extracurricular activities. Like, not before that, like before I saw it, yeah, like a concession stand, like I definitely had it in the cafeteria with like everybody else. So that's a. You know, I'm glad that this got brought up. You know, Dunlow brought it up too. But like the yeah, the walking taco, the taco in the bag or whatever. And uh, it's such a yeah. I mean, maybe it happens in other places that are not schools, but I feel like it's very specific to a school cafeteria. Just because you get all those little fun sized bags of chips, that's all you need, and then they have all the other stuff from other meals, and boom, you got yourself a, a walking taco. Chips, <laughs> but the point of it is that you can have it in your hand, uh-huh. and, sp- and I'm guessing a spork. Yep. I wonder when spork was like invented. Got to spork it. And um, but does that mean you have to sit down, or like kids like when there's walking taco day, they're like, you know, this is um, we're gonna do some high tops in the corner, and like this is more like a mingling <laughs> event because you can like walk around with your taco, you know. Uh, high tops. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> the thing about the walking taco though too is it's also kind of a small one, right? Is that like I feel like you need more, you need sides with the walking taco. Like, what I can't even remember what you would get also alongside. I'm, a, I'm that. always hungry, so yes. I'm yeah, but you do more. need something. Probably, if it was Bloomington, Minnesota, it'd be you know it'd be a cinnamon roll and orange wedges. Be- <laughs> yeah, I was thinking dessert, like a cookie. You know, get the cookie sheet. I don't remember uh, getting a lot of, like dessert. No, you're right. Yeah, it would be uh, maybe there'd be like yeah the big old sheet of cookies, and you'd pick a sugar cookie or, or a chocolate chip or something like that. But yeah, no, nothing like little prepackaged things or anything like that. Yeah, I'm not really having a easy time remembering the desserts. Maybe that's uh maybe it was lacking where I went to school. Um Annabelle also talking about the yeah, the pizza there. Yeah, she liked the um no what she say. She liked the yeah, the walking taco because of the Dorito. The Doritos bag though, Brian. I don't think I've ever had that. My walking taco was always uh, Fritos. Oh, Neil, uh, you like got to do Doritos. Chips. I've never Neil, had the nacho cheese Doritos. Uh, Neil, we'll go to a local. Uh, you come watch Gus play t-ball this summer. I'm guessing the concession stand's going to hook you up with the walking taco. Okay, I, that sounds delightful. I would really like that. Um, but yeah, Annabelle, thanks for calling and thanks for keeping the Italian dunkers alive. Um, she also called it a non-sauce pizza. That was good. A non-sauce pizza. Then they give you sauce to dip into it. <laughs> Love it. What if What if Annabelle and I both got Italian Dunkers tattoos? Oh, I'm I never like going to get a tattoo, so don't do that, Annabelle. But let's just we'll dream about it. Yeah, I think it's. A, I think it's. It could be a good idea that doesn't ever happen. That, that that's that's okay too. I like um, it. Goodbye, Annabelle. Right. Bye. Goodbye. Hey guys, it's BJ again, calling from Dallas. So, if I had to be completely honest, my number one meal is be will be what everybody was going to say, which is pizza. But for bantering purposes, I knew I needed to give another answer. But I wanted to make sure that I acknowledge that pizza is my number one because, well, it's pizza. I mean, you guys wrote a whole song about it. It's real life. By the way, midway through high school, they step up their pizza game by going from the rectangle pizza that fits perfectly on your tray to the large individual slices of stuffed crust pizza. I thought I was in heaven. But anyways, besides pizza, 
My next favorite meal was a house salad. We had the salad bar where you can make your own salad with whatever fixing that you wanted. But what I would do sometimes is whenever it was taco day, I would put the taco meat at the bottom of my bowl, load it up with my salad fixings, and then boom, taco salad. And the thing is, I had to hide the taco meat while making my salad because if I put it on top, then the lunch lady would have to charge me extra for it. So that's why I had to be a little bit sneaky while making my salad for uh, taco day. And instead of croutons, I would get the dinner rolls on the side, which were also really good, too. Oh, my gosh. So, anyways, pizza will forever always be my number one. I didn't stutter. And then a house salad would be number two, especially when it was on taco day. So, see you later. Bye. Yes. Oh, BJ puts together the greatest calls. Just a lot of thought. A lot of um, – it's, it's really a story when you, when you listen to a, a BJ uh, voice. We just went on a journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he leads you one direction and then, ooh, head fake, going the other way. I remember the change to the – triangle stuffed crust pizza now with the che- the mozzarella is basically like a full cheese stick in the crust wrapped in wild wow yeah the upgrade i'm not sure if i ever got the upgrade down in farmington but uh sounds really nice but yeah i think yeah once you get into high school middle school and stuff the definitely the the food situation got a little more varied a little more choices you know i remember when we get into middle school they had like the school store I think it's kind of maybe Brian, what you were talking about with the with the big cookie. I feel like this is where we would get like our big cookie. Like you could, it was in the cafeteria, so it was like here's like the lines for like the normal stuff. But then if you had cash, you could like go to this like little school store window, and there was like snacks and candy bars and like fruitopias or whatever. And like, oh my you know, gosh, fruitopia! Oh I feel my like gosh, then what then, a then, weird this drink. Was, then you could like you know you could like you know add add on to your like school lunch meal by like if you had a little extra cash doing that. So um, yeah. that's interesting. But BJ, wow, what a call! What a um, what a system here. You know, are you know thinking ahead. You know, really, just just working the working the game here with the hiding the talk, hiding the meat underneath. Um, I like it. I like how involved this all is. I um think about like all the additional add-on. I don't know why I didn't do that. Like I use all my mm-hmm. money to buy snacks nowadays, and like I was working a job. I had a paper out and I was sharpening <laughs> skates at age fifteen. Like I had cash. Why was I not getting the cookie every day? What's wrong with me? You had it. I just yeah. got my school lunch. I was like, nope, this is what this is what you do. This is these are the rules. You don't go extra. It's not special if you do it every day, you know? That's true. That's true. Maybe I got that fruitopia. I remember <laughs> I remember like that came out. I remember like fruito Surge came out like when I was in middle school and Fruitopia came out I feel like in high school. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, Surge, fruitopia. man. Sur I drank so much Surge. That's why I was a terrible <laughs> hockey player, because at the hockey rink I feel like I was younger. I was like in Pee Wee's or something like that. They were like twenty. Like everything else was like a dollar twenty-five, but you could get a surge can for twenty-five cents. It was like a promo that lasted all year. It was oh wild. Oh my gosh, surge in the house. Yeah, it's like like extra pumped up Mountain Dew. I haven't touched a soda in forever, but if somebody put a surge in front of me, I'd drink it. You'd have to. I'd have to. I'd have to. Yeah, you'd have to BJ, do it. great call. Great right. call. Great ingenuity here with the, you know, remixing the, you know, the taco into the into the salad for taco salad. I I wouldn't expect anything less from you. You're just a, you know, you're a, you're a, you're someone who thinks ahead 
And um, wow, this is great. Plus the 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 rolls, I definitely can 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 think of a really great like soft cafeteria roll is just like being perfect. You don't think of that with salad, but man, I guess you do. It's a side for like salad. You know, you get the roll, the little dinner roll. So I like a good dinner roll, and I like what BJ did here with the with the remixing of the food. Shout out to him. Good stuff. Um, all right, we got uh, we got a couple more. We got two more callers. Let's see. Let's see who we got next. Hi, my name's William. I'm from Nevada. I'm eight years old, and my favorite school lunch would have to be their awesome sliders. They are like delicious. They have they have like this perfect creamy cheese. Wet buns, which are very fluffy. And then, like, it's just great. I like them plain without ketchup because they don't need ketchup. They are good enough without it. All right, shout out William from Nevada. William, you need, um, I know you're eight, but if your school doesn't have, like, a, a school paper, you should start one just so you can do food reviews <laughs> of school lunch. This is great. This is great. So wait, sliders? Sliders. Was, sliders. Yeah, I'm assuming it's like a burger, like a burger slider probably, like a beef. Cream cheese, wet, fluffy bun. Boom. No no condiment needed. That's how moist it is. Oh, that is, uh, that's good. I mean, that's that's nice when you, you know, understand that, you know, condiments, when, when you know, when you might not need them. You know, that's uh, that's good. You're not just like, you know, blindly putting on condiments. Oh, this is ketchup goes on a burger every time. No, it doesn't need to. If you don't, uh, you know, if it's unnecessary, then uh, that's okay. So that's that's great. You know, the, the school lunch is keeping those, uh, you know, those, those, those buns nice and fluffy. And there's enough moisture in those burgers. They're not like dry, you know, that uh, you don't need the extra condiment. You don't need the extra moisture on the burger. So that's that's great. And sliders, I mean... I don't think we had like uh, maybe they would call it mini burgers or something like that, but I don't I don't know anything. Sliders about this. is a way better name. Sliders, yeah, so much better, so much more of a fun name. You know, we're getting that Italian Dunkers, um, you know, type of type of feels here on that. So, yeah, I just I just I, I never had sliders for school lunch. Did you have Did you have that, Brian? Mini burgers or sliders? Maybe, yeah, I, maybe. I don't think so. Yeah. We this sounds like elevated school lunch, you know this what I mean? Is nice. This is yeah. next level. But William knows what's going on that like you know what's more important on a sandwich than what's inside is the bun, it's the bread. You know, you're mm-hmm. getting a bun mm-hmm. me like I'm looking for a, a fantastic bun. You know, I'm looking for I want a, I want the bun. That's what I want. Yeah, that's the that's the delivery mechanism in which you are um, you know, which you are eating it. So that's that's very important to have a great bun. The bun can make or break a sandwich or a burger or anything like that. So I'm glad William's school is uh, keeping them fluffy. That's that's what you want to see. Can't so, wait uh, to read. Um, start sending those news clippings when you get in that school paper, William. I want to read it. <laughs> All right. Thanks, William. Hey, guys. Travis from Riverside. Didn't eat too much from the cafeteria except when it was like pizza day or something special like that. Um, typically my, uh, mom would pack my lunch. She would make like a usually peanut butter banana sandwiches, um, which were okay, but I got sick of them. But I had a buddy who for whatever reason was just passionate about them. So I'd always trade my peanut butter banana sandwich for whatever he had, a hot pocket, a French bread pizza, uh, anything of that sort. Uh, as a teacher now, I see the cafeteria food. It's still just as radioactive and terrible now as it was back then. It hasn't changed probably since the beginning of cafeteria lunches, just the most bank nutritionally bankrupt food you could imagine. Uh, you know, iceberg lettuce, 
those little boxes of the weird milk, um, white bread with some kind of strange meat. It's, it's a total disaster. Um, but what I also remember about that time is, I don't know if you guys remember when you get home, you'd have those TV dinners, but they had the ones that were made for kids. I think they're called like kid cuisine. And I remember what used to drive me nuts about those is I would follow the directions on the back. Um, I had the proper equipment. I had the, you know, oscillating plate inside the microwave. I would microwave it for however long it said. And it'd be like, uh, you know, a Salisbury steak and macaroni and cheese. And like the, the dessert would be like the innards of an apple pie. So it'd be like the apple pie, you know, the apples with like the whatever kind of apple pie goo inside of there. And you'd heat it up for three minutes. The Salisbury steak would be a brick of ice that, like, Brendan Fraser would come out of and weave the juice. But then the other component, like the apple pie innards part, would be just absolute lava. Like, you couldn't touch it for 25 minutes. It was so hot. Get it right. Figure it out, kid cuisine. On a side note, I've been getting into baseball for whatever reason this year, and I wanted to know, as Minnesota uh, residents, how you guys feel about having Carlos Correa on the Twins, a controversial figure, part of the 2017 Astros and that whole fiasco. I want to know your thoughts. All right, guys. Have a good day. Arriba derch. Whoa! What? Switched it up. Switched it up with the goodbye. Sounded sounded Italian. We got right some there. inside teacher scoop right here. We're mm. seeing the we're seeing the real deal. Sixth grade teacher, middle school life, saying it's still straight trash. Yeah, yeah. He he answered uh, the question that I had about uh, yeah the nutritional levels, and uh, it sounds like in some places, at least in Riverside, you know, we're still working on that right now. So good to know. Good to know. It's good to know California is still with the rest of the United States. You know, right. still grinding it out. What did he say? The lunch. Lunch, school lunch from the beginning of school lunch. <laughs> oh, I, I've never had kid cuisine, like the heat oh. of things, but I know what you're saying when you have the different elements and they say one time, you know, what uh, Travis here with the the rule following, the the perfection, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, the Brendan Fraser ice. We just mentioned <laughs> that movie last week, Neil. Yeah, we're talking Pauly Shore. We're talking about Shore, and then that came. Wait, up. is that bio? No, what's what's the Brendan Fraser caveman it's in, one? It's Encino Man. Encino Man, that's right. And that, I was thinking it was Biodome. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, did you ever uh, have yeah. kid cuisine, Neil? I did. We have kid cuisine for like dinner sometimes, as like a quick make make the family dinner, and really enjoyed it. I remember, um, you know, just because it was fun, and there was like characters on it, and there was like games on the back of the box, kind of like a cereal box you could do. And it was just fun, you know? It was just like a more fun yeah, TV dinner thing. But just like looking back on it, it's like disgusting. Like it's like the worst. Like it's just like it, I almost like gag thinking about the food just because it's so, it's so rough. But as a kid, I really liked it because it was, again, I think it was just like the characters and just like the cool box and all that stuff. Uh, so it works in that lo- in that way. But, yeah, the food, not great there. And, yeah, of course, the, <laughs> there's not one time to cook all that stuff for. Come on now. Um, but, yeah, the, the, the school lunch, uh, you know, like you said, the insider information from a teacher. Looking at it, and uh, still, still some rough stuff there. You know, the the boxes of milk. That's that's forever. I feel like little boxes of milk. 
That's what's up. Um, what else did you mention here? Trading, trading food. Did you ever trade food, Brian? Did you ever trade a sandwich? Oh, that's at the top. Yeah, we need to get on that. That's great. You have somebody that knows exactly what your mom's going to make for you, and you despise <laughs> it. I mean, that's there's not enough cash in your pocket that you can uh-huh. use for that. Like, that is gold right there. Yeah, that's a per- especially when you know that person's like, yep, you're going to be ready for this? Cool. I'll trade you for whatever you got. I hope Travis never slipped up and was like, you know, Ronnie, I mean, I like I like a little extra, you know, bananas on there. But the hot pocket. How would you do a hot pocket at school? Like we didn't have microwaves or something. I bet some of them did. I mean, that seems reasonable to have a microwave, you know. I think it's it hard to It does seem reasonable, yourself. but we never we never had reasonable. No. You know. Yeah. You got to you got to sign a waiver to use the microwave, obviously. <laughs> They give you a javelin and gym, but you have to sign a waiver to use a microwave. <laughs> yeah, can't have you burned in your mouth. We did um, fencing in fourth grade, but uh, oh my you know, gosh. microwave. <laughs> uh, but yeah, twins, uh, twins baseball. It's uh, it's baseball season, y'all. It's like snowing here in Minnesota today, but we got twins baseball. It's all good. Uh, we don't really follow the twins that closely. My brother is a huge twins fan, so when I heard about the twins signing Carlos Correa, I immediately texted him, and he he was freaking out. I mean, apparently, apparently this was like the biggest free agent on the market this year, and uh, the twins don't normally get guys like that, right? It's kind of a smaller market. Um, you know, not the best weather, so people want to go elsewhere. But uh, they they got this guy, so apparently he's awesome. And I don't know much about him. Uh, I do know about the the 2017 Astros uh, cheating scandal. That's when uh, they like the signs. Here's what I know about baseball: they did like some kind of signs with garbage cans or with something. garbage cans. Yeah, they would they would bang on trash cans in the in the outfield and help them. Uh, <laughs> steal signs or something like that so i didn't know you really yeah, but if your in sign is that easy to steal then that's your fault you know yeah maybe that's a problem with baseball <laughs> um but yeah people are excited about the twins apparently my brother says they still need some pitching and some other things to potentially be like a contender but um having carlos correa definitely is cool because it's uh you know it's a cool like uh, oh yeah someone chose to a big uh, big name free agent chose to come to Minnesota, so I think it's a big deal as far as that goes. So, Twins fans are excited despite the Astros stink all over him. I haven't um, followed. I don't know much about all that stuff, but I haven't heard anybody say the word Minnesota Twins to my face in like four or five years. And now, lots of questions here with the <laughs> with the new Carlos. That's right. People are wondering are well, they going to be good. So, yep, that's what's happening. You can tell uh, us next time. Give us a weekly update. Yeah, let us know, Travis, how how our players are doing. Um, all right, that does it for the voicemails, the callers. Thank you, everyone who called in, new callers, old callers. If you called in and didn't hear your voice, well, just keep on listening. It'll be towards the end of the show after we're done here. And, um, yeah, we just can't get to them all, and that's a great problem to have. So thank you, everybody, for calling, and don't let that stop you for next time. Call again. And uh, speaking of next time, we'll have another show in two weeks, and we want to talk about pets. Pets. Back to the animals. Uh, We do a lot of uh, songs about uh, food, and today was a food episode. And, well, we have a good number of animal songs as well. So, you know, we uh, it's it's appropriate to do a pet episode. So we want to talk about, um, you know, potentially having pets. So the question is, if you could have any animal as a pet, what would it be and why? Let's get creative here, folks. Think outside the box. What kind of wild creatures? 
could you potentially enjoy as a pet? Um, so please uh, give us a call at 612-424-0036. You know the number. Call that number. and You know about, the number. You know the one. You listen to this show. We say it every time, multiple times. Call us. Talk about what kind of, uh, you know, off the beaten path kind of pet you think you want. And uh, tell us all about that, and uh, you'll be on the next episode of Banter Buddies coming up in two weeks. All right, time to move on to the next episode. Next, uh, not next episode. The next, uh, re- uh, next segment here, and it's called recommendations. All right, we have some things that uh, you should know about, and uh, Brian, I want you to start us off today with uh, with your recommendation for the listeners of Banter Buddies. I'm I'm going first. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. I'm recommending a movie, and I love watching movies so much. More probably like arty movies. I'll watch big old blockbusters. I like old westerns, all kinds of stuff. Um, but I haven't since having kids in the pandemic. I haven't had time to consume the films that I usually get to watch. And now that we're on tour and we're flying places, I get that. I get time to watch movies, specifically new releases, and I'm loving it, Neil. I'm coming off a plane. I'm like, I watched this movie. <laughs> so I am, right. I'm recommending this film. It is a rated R film. Okay, so it is. Um, but it, it's rated R because it, it uses some cuss words, but there isn't anything beyond that. But it's the, it's the new film written and directed by Mike Mills. It's called Come On, Come On. So you, if you would have seen it, advertised it all, um, it's not on any streaming platform. You have to still like rent it or watch it on a plane or something like that. It was just in theaters. Um, but it's a it's the new Joaquin Phoenix movie, and it's all in black and white. So, but the the coolest thing I love the movie. I love the pace of it. Kind of slower, but not too slow. Not a droney movie. Very very fun. Very cute. Very endearing. Um, but it's basically about um, an uncle and his nephew in this situation that they're in but you're just following the relationship between basically like a nine-year-old and like a 38-year-old guy that doesn't have kids and it's nice it's a nice film and it's um it's worth your time so if you're an adult rent it probably for like two dollars on youtube or something so give it a shot so come on come on mike mills has done you know 20th century women uh thumb sucker in the past i haven't watched beginners but i've watched those other ones and that's what I got. Check and it you out. Can, you can watch it on. You can watch it on Delta. Yeah, watch right? it on Delta. Watch it on the Delta flight near you, because yeah, we that's where that's where you saw it, and uh, yeah, that's that's good stuff. Uh, come on, come on, check it out on uh, on all the, the places. Nowadays, it's kind of hard to know where you can find something. Sometimes, right? Like it's like, where is this? Where's uh, you know? Where's what streaming service is it on? So. Delta Airlines is where you can see it. Yeah, only can only watch Everybody. it on. That'd be that'd be interesting, like release strategy. Like, guys, you can only watch it on a plane. Hopefully, that your monitors on the back of your seat are working. You know, what if you like get a flight only to watch a movie? They're not yeah. working. That'd be rough. Yeah. What you got, Neil? <laughs> well, uh, today I would like uh, I'd like to tell everybody um, about uh, about something a little different, and that's a YouTube channel. And uh, it is someone named Alex Melton. Everybody, Alex Melton is um, is a YouTuber who makes uh, uh, really known for cover songs. Um, and uh, Alex is 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 clearly a very um, skilled like studio person, 
right? So Alex, um, mostly known for, I would say, Blink-182 uh, uh, covers. So he will make songs that uh that you know are are sort of like if blink one is his latest one is uh oh which one is it it's it's what if blink 182 uh oh, i forget oh wrote never gonna give you up right by rick astley um <laughs> or is that rick astley yeah i think it is uh yeah um what if mbop was an emo song um you know so he write he takes like either um songs that already exist and turn them into a different um genre like he'll do punk goes country. Um, he'll do like oh, what if uh, by yeah he does like he t- turns songs into country songs. He turns like pop songs into pop punk songs. Um, some of his more popular ones, yeah. What if Blink One Eight Two wrote Semi Charmed Life? If Blink One Eight Two wrote Wonderwall? Um, if Blink One Eight Two wrote a, th- a Thousand Miles, this yeah, is the person lot- you've told me about for because he plays all the instruments, right? Yeah, and that's the other cool thing about this is it's it's one thing to like, oh, you know, it's fun to hear like a pop punk cover of whatever song, but a you get to see him play these in his video, and he plays all the instruments, so it's like you get to watch him like switch up the instruments and stuff, and and go that way with it, and um, it's just really fun because he's so talented at all these different instruments and then he like records himself playing the like playing the video as you know in the videos and stuff as well so um it's 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 really cool stuff and he's just super good at what he does and um you know it's uh, you you know you and me we you know we talk a lot about you know kind of growing up with these bands and 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 all that kind of stuff so you know yeah we know pop punk songs so what i'm saying is you and me i really enjoy the pop punk uh thing and uh you know the covers and all that but this guy alex is just so talented and uh, yeah he uh he's very good and he's very good in the studio at all these different uh instruments so he's just a multi-talented guy who really does some high quality uh Songs he just and that's everything. It's like one thing to be able to play all this, but then to be able to be a producer who can kind of dial in the sound to like really make it sound like a like a Blink record or whatever, and all the harmonies and all that kind of stuff. So it's really fun to watch. And uh, so yeah, if you like uh, pop punk songs or any like songs from the '90s or whatever, and and uh, want to hear them all mashed up and covered and all that stuff, check out Alex Melton on YouTube. You can just type that into YouTube, but also of course it will be. In our show notes, Alex Melton, YouTube, pop punk covers, all that fun stuff. Check it out. It is fun stuff. Fun stuff. All right, that's recommendations. I'm going to quiz Brian all about school lunches. I hope you'll stick around for our next segment. It's game time. All right, uh, I got to quiz Brian. It's been a minute since we've done the multiple choice trivia style segment, Brian. So I got four questions here for you. Um, regarding school lunch, I, I learned a lot last night about the National School Lunch Program. Do you know? Do you know about the National School Lunch Program, Brian? Mm, I do not know about it, but I'm. I bet I could put some guesses. You're gonna. You're gonna know more about it after this. Um. So yeah, most of the questions uh, uh, have to do with that. Do it I have was, to do math? No, you don't have to do math. It's a little bit of history stuff here. Um. So we'll see here. But uh, question number one. The USA's National School Lunch Program started in 1946. Uh, who was president of the United States in 1946, Brian? Here are your choices. A, Truman. B, Roosevelt. C, Eisenhower. D, Yo Mama. Oh, yikes. I was going to say Truman right off the bat. Is that your guess? That's my guess. You got it right, Truman. Always go with your gut. Nice one, Brian. 
I know you, you you enjoy your history, but I didn't know if you could if you could. Pull, well, sometimes uh, sometimes especially like I ah that 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 was a tumultuous tumultuous time in the world. All those dates, I get all those dates all mixed up. So yeah, Truman is the right answer. Roosevelt was before him, and Eisenhower was after him. Yep, yep. So those were all right in that era. But you, I tried to stump you. You got it right. Nice work Your there. Mama. Yeah, Truman Truman signed it in. He signed in the National School Lunch Program. Um, so, question two, the National School Lunch Program served 7.1 million kids in its first year back in 1946. How many kids did it serve in 2016? 2016 was like the last year I could find like data for mm. how many kids it served. So, your, 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 uh, your um, you know, possibilities are A, 30 million, B, 15 million, C, 100 million, or D, 5 million. I'm going to go 100 million. I'm sorry, Brian. That's not the right answer. 30. 30. It is 30 million. Yes. 30 All right. million All right. is the answer. And it's uh, three in five kids uh, in, in public schools, I believe, um, are, take part in the National School Lunch Program. So Good. That's about the number right there. All right. Question number three. What milk product did the U.S. Agricultural Department propose as a substitute for meat in school lunches back in 1996. So which milk product? They were like saying uh, like their milk product was like protein for meat. They're saying, yeah, switch this out in meat for uh, for a substitute for meat back in 96. A, cottage cheese. B, ice cream. C, string cheese. D, yogurt. I'm going to say cottage cheese. A, cottage cheese. I'm sorry, Brian. It's D, yogurt. Oh, yogurt. Pushing, their, pushing the probiotic. Yeah, they're like, what if instead of meat you had yogurt? What if? What if? <laughs> I don't think that went uh, that went very far, but uh, that was a trivia fact I found I out about. I do love yogurt. Yeah, yogurt's great. Um, we have some yogurt after this, uh, after this podcast. Uh, all right, question number four, final one here. U.S. public schools, you're going to like this one, Brian. This one's especially for you. U.S. public schools account for what percentage of the country's food waste every year? A, 1%. B, 2%. C, 5%. D, 15%. Oh, yeah. U.S. public like schools, U.S. public schools account for what percentage of of the entire country's food waste. Every I hope it's not year. one of those high ones, but I'm gonna say five. I'm gonna say five. It was five. One, two, five, or fifteen. I'm gonna say five. So close, Brian. It's two percent. Don't oh, worry. Thank it's only goodness. Two. Good. It's actually one. Best. It's actually one point nine percent. So it's clean, even less than that. Clean those plates. But yeah, that's a that is a uh, that is a pushback on the on the school lunch program. Is you're wasting a lot of food over here. I don't know how how it would be better than that, but <laughs> I think some of that. I bet I bet most of that comes into a kid saying like, I yeah, don't, exactly. Like I don't not, not all kids are like me. Like I'd like all the food, please. It could be like, yeah. I don't want that. It's like I must put this on your plate. Yeah, I have to put it on your plate, and then or you else. are going to then throw it in the garbage because you're not going to eat it. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Well, we learned some things about the National School Lunch Program. Brian knew about Truman, and uh, he's, he knows his he knows his uh, history, folks. So you can't school him on that one. But we all learned something about the school lunch program. It's still going strong. That's good. Uh, Truman signed it, and uh, it's still kicking. Nice work there, Brian. All right, that's the game. One more segment. It's called New with Coup. All right, we have uh, some new things to tell you about. We're still the band that makes stuff other than podcasts, so uh, 
What uh, what do we have, Brian? What's the latest and greatest uh, from us, Cuckoo Kangaroo? We got a new video out. Ooh. Uh, we we always like to try to make different kinds of videos, so they aren't always the same. And uh, we've wanted to make a claymation one for a long time. And uh, we had, I guess maybe like a three years ago or something. Um, I saw a fan. Somebody was following us, and it was Baby Cry Animations, and I like, clicked on <laughs> it, and they were making like little claymation um, things to the jokes that his daughter was like <laughs> saying. So like he recorded his daughter saying a joke, but made it like sound like these, make it look and add like laughs and stuff like that to make it like these little like blob characters who are in our password video, like make a like a comedy routine basically. I thought it was wonderful, and you, I showed you the animation style, and you're like, that looks like old school Nickelodeon, like yes. Pee Wee's Playhouse stuff. So we reached out and asked if uh, Baby Cry would be open to it, said yes, started working it, and we have um, one of our new songs off Slow Clap is now a full old school claymation, one picture at a time created masterpiece. Can I call oh, it a masterpiece? Yeah. I'm calling it that. Yeah. I mean, you're not saying the song is a masterpiece. You're saying the video is. Oh, the song is okay. definitely not a masterpiece. Yeah, the yeah. Art. It's, uh, it's being elevated by this amazing, um, yeah, claymation uh, stop motion stuff. So, yeah, make sure you check that out on YouTube. That'll be uh, in our show notes. And we're always trying to, uh, yeah, make a wide range of different kinds of videos so we hope you enjoy the the stop motion uh stylings of this one from uh baby cry animation straight out of uh phoenix arizona right baby cry they're they're out there in that area of things so if phoenix you're... their little uh gift shop that uh got some homemade croc charms mm. is in mesa yeah so that was lovely to see them but um check it out there's some um, there's another video being created for in the in the future, in the future, a little tease something right different. here, a little tease, a little something, something. A little tease. All right, that's nice. So we got that going on, and uh, we're also playing some uh, shows this summer, uh, quite a bit actually. Some of them we can start to talk about, Brian. Some of them will be announced later. So uh, don't worry, we'll have some more coming up. But what, what are some new? What are some new shows that we can? Uh, yeah, we're, we can we're gonna. Tell we have about? five shows left in our slow clap tour tour and then the following i have my sister's wedding and then the following sunday we're just keeping it moving and then we basically have shows every weekend until october but oh uh, we got gosh. some we're playing a really cool if you're in in minnesota we're playing um art world we're playing Bauhauses. they're a brewery and we're doing this outdoor liquid zoo and um, we play at 6 p.m it's all a lot a lot of free shows playing a cool school show up in big lake playing Fergus Falls. Then we're going up to Canada, a little town right outside of Edmonton called St. Albert. We're doing a ton of shows for their Kids Fest, including um, we're, we're something new this year from the last time we're there. We're doing a 21-plus show in a St. Albert pub on Saturday night, adults only. Oh, my gosh, the first ever 21-plus Canadian cuckoo kangaroo show. But it will be announced soon, but we're coming back South Dakota, doing North Dakota, hitting Vegas, doing all kinds of stuff. So we'll be we'll be on both coasts, lots of time zones all over the place. Get ready to get sweaty outside, probably on some grass or something where we usually play, I don't know, <laughs> cement. Yeah, a band shell, amphitheater, whatever, something like that. It'll be a nice summer of outdoor shows. But yeah, check out uh, yeah our website for links to those tickets. 
go get all that good stuff all right that's new with Koo, and uh we're rolling on appreciate everybody listening to the show thank you to all our callers we'll have a couple more here tagged on to the end of this episode listen to those and uh make sure you get at us about our next podcast talking pets if you could have any animal as a pet what would it be and why? Tell us about all that. Call us, 612-424-0036. Let's go wild. Get some wild animals. Ooh, go wild with it. And, um, yeah, two more weeks. We'll be back with that one. See us on the road and um, all that good stuff. Thank you so much for listening every single week, everybody. Tell a friend. Maybe you know someone who you think would enjoy Banter Buddies or would make a good caller for Banter Buddies. Let them know. That would help us a lot with the... grow in this podcast um all right it's been real it's been a good time ryan thanks for uh thanks for podcasting with me every other week um i i I appreciate our our time together when we do this neil it's been a delight all right bye brian bye neil